0: Hi, I'm Chris McBrian, And I'm Derek Myers. Here at Pop Goes Your World, we've received a lot of great feedback on how much people enjoy the trivia segments that we do at the end of every episode. So we've decided to go back and put together compilations of the Fun with Yancey and Fun with Caveman segments we've done over the years as a set of bonus episodes. We hope you enjoy the fun. Episode 27, 80s Sitcoms. Fun with Yancey. Okay, here we go, Yancey. Um, I figured we'll do something a little different this week because Mike and I kind of monopolized the conversation there. Really sorry, you know, the subject matter, eighty sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yancey decided that he would dig up some tough trivia questions about eighty sitcoms and see if he could stump us this week. So, are uh, you game to play along with this one, Mike? He's got to stump us both, so we'll see how you he does can
1: try. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Uh,
1: this first one, I'm going to describe a popular character from a 1980s TV show, and you okay. have to tell me the character and the show. Sure. He is Borish, a tasteless advertising account executive who wears loud plaid suits, and he often has a belt that matches his white shoes.
0: It's Herb Tarlick from WKRP. Okay. I'm going to
1: my guest, too. Ding, ding, ding. All
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck so bad.
2: <laughs> I, not, I might not have gotten the last name, but I would have said Herb from WKRP. So, yeah.
0: Herbert R. Right, Tarlick.
2: So- were you guys big MacGyver fans? Did you ever watch that show? No,
0: that's actually one um, I wasn't really into all that
2: much. I, I, I saw a couple, but yeah, that was more, my, my brother was more into the dramas than, than I was.
0: Right. I, I was more I've, of a sitcom guy. Is, is this a, yeah, is a MacGyver too. question? Because MacGyver wasn't a sitcom. I hate to break it to you. All
1: right, well, this is a pretty easy question. Okay, so he is a top you know secret agent. Can you guys name the progressive agency that he works for?
0: oh jeepers I don't know it was
2: with see the... for MacGyver I think you're gonna stump me on this yeah I, it was I, with the I government
0: jeepers.
2: I mean it was an acronym but I don't remember what the acronym was
1: it was the Phoenix Foundation
2: oh right? yeah okay
1: can you Did you guys ever watch My Two Dads
0: uh yeah a little bit
2: Yeah. I, I probably saw like a third of them like maybe the okay. first season yeah can you name the two dads like, the actors the actors the, you mean the, Paul Reiser yeah, and I Greg Greg I don't know if I can name the the like the actual, the actual characters. characters. Yeah, the, the oh, first names of the two dads in the show.
0: No, I, I know it was Paul Reiser and Greg Evigan. I don't know the characters. Yeah,
2: same way. I, I could name Reiser and Evigan, but I could not name the dads. All right, I'll give you half a point for that, but it was Joey and Michael. Oh,
1: okay. okay. All right, uh, so Mash, MASH is obviously an American television series. It was developed by Larry Gilberts and it follows a team of doctors and support staff stationed in the 4077 Mobile Army Surgical Hospital in South Korea. Yeah. The show's title sequence features an instrumental-only version of what song?
0: Suicide is Painless. It's from the original movie. I thought this was, like, so obscure. (laughs) I'm
2: more more a fan. Honestly, this is kind of a state your unpopular opinion. I'm more a fan of the movie than the show.
0: Uh, I I, I could go with you on that. The movie was outstanding. Outstanding. The the movie is much darker. Yes, it is.
2: Yeah, like yeah. it wouldn't have worked for TV because on TV but with that kind of the you know speaking of characters weren't likable people would have just been turned off by that those characters week in week out but for ninety minutes it, it worked
0: they they were able to bring some of it lower like with some of the blood and stuff like that they, that you saw but, but you're right like they couldn't go all the way with those characters well
2: the the first couple seasons were like that but as the show went on it, it kind of got lighter and almost had to because yeah, you know, a like, more more
0: sitcommy yeah okay go ahead right, I'm
2: gonna give you the description of the
1: show you just simply tell me what the show is. Deep. At the behest of a shadowy government organization, an ed- enigmatic loner steals a supersonic military helicopter from its twisted creator and uses it to fight the bad guys around the world. Blue Thunder? No. Were
2: Airwolf? Airwolf. There you go. There were two helicopter shows for me. <laughs> yeah, Blue Thunder was
0: based on the movie. I remember. Again, right. not, again, I, not not to, not to rip you down on this one, Yancey, but I don't think we've had one sitcom in this bunch. Oh, maybe Mash.
1: Okay. Mash. Well, let's. Uh, Name the hospital from St. Elsewhere.
0: Uh, it's St. Elsewhere.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. No, that's not the hospital. I, I don't know. I know the show took place in Chicago, but I couldn't name the hospital. Yeah,
0: again, it wasn't a sitcom, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> You're killing us, yes? with these drama questions. Dra- drama shows from the 80s. That's what it is.
1: It <laughs> was St. Saint Elegis. St. Saint <laughs> hospital. Okay, last one. This show ran from October 1982 to April of 1987. The title character gets no respect as a private investigator, so she makes up a fictitious boss. The only problem is dashing and mysterious as this person is, this basically like this random person assumes this boss's identity. I know so the she show. created a fake boss. I know and he is,
0: is it moonlighting? Is it? Moonlighting? It
2: is not. Ooh. Mikey. No, 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 I was to say it wasn't moonlighting cuz moonlighting she was the still the boss and they yeah. they clashed.
0: Hmm.
2: I, I I honestly, you stumped me on this one too. All right, you're gonna say yeah. It's
1: not a sitcom. Remington Steel was the name of the show. And oh, last right. one, yeah, very quickly.
0: Again, another drama. <laughs> another, another Friday night Here's, drama.
2: I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm, gonna, know. I'm gonna go down to Florida and like uh,
0: get in trouble for these. <laughs> I
2: All think right, yes it's so one. bad that I, I was down in Florida like last August and didn't see him. Oh no. Yeah, I I took offense to that too.
1: By the way, but anyways, um, I'm just kidding. Uh. This is especially for you, Mike. Can you name the seemingly dim-witted court bailiff from the show Night Court, his full name? Oh, I know. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Was, I know it was Bull. Shannon. Oh, Bull yeah. Shannon. What, what was his, do you know, for all the points, all the internet points, do you know what his real first name was? I don't remember. Oh. It was Nostradamus Bull Shannon.
0: Wow. Got that. Nostradamus, okay. that's a good one. No? Nope.
2: Yeah. It's better than Cosmo Kramer.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. That one least came through.
2: Sorry, guys. This is all I got. And I I didn't, you know, I
1: didn't get the sitcoms in like you did. Obviously, I was just looking at shows. That I I <laughs> shows from the and, 80s. And,
0: yeah, there we go. <laughs> guess so pretty so, good so 60 I Minutes. Did. Who was on 60 Minutes? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Episode 28, Childhood TV Shows. Fun with Yancey. <laughs> Do it. Okay, so here we go. This week we're going to do something a little different. Um, I don't know if you guys, you guys, again, well, you guys are a little bit young for this, but there was a show uh, called the One Hundred Thousand Dollar Pyramid, and Dick Clark did this show, and we've done this a couple times. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to play a round of the Winner Circle from the One Hundred Thousand Dollar Pyramid, and here's how it's going to work. So Jesse, both you and Yancy will be in the Winner Circle together. So you guys are going to be a team. OK, so you, yeah. both of you can just blurt out That's- answers as you think of them. OK, so twice as many contestants, so twice the chance to win. So here we go. Now, the theme is childhood TV shows. So I'm going to start by giving you a list of characters. From a particular kids TV show, I'm just going to list characters, and all you have to do, name the TV show. Easy enough, right? I list the characters, yep. you name the show. Ready? Got it. Go. Go. Maria, Gordon, Murray, Bert, Oscar. Oh, Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Very good. Yes. Okay. Map. Backpack. Dora. The yes. Very good. Okay. Mindy. Buttons. Mindy. Rita. Slappy. Loose clues. The brain. Dot. Pinky in the brain. Wacko.
1: Oh, the Animaniacs.
0: Very good.
1: Very good. I got-
0: Sue Ellen. Francine. The brain. Buster Binky Mr Arthur Yes <laughs> PBS for the women. Bill Russell Rudy Bucky Weird Harold Dumb Donald Is this bad Albert? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, last one. Evil Lynn Trapjaw. Queen Marlena, King Randor, Orko, She-Ra, Skeletor. Oh, He-Man, Masters of the Very Universe. Very good. I, I had no idea. None. No, not at oh, all, Jess. So Jesse's just a little bit older, so he was able to pull out yeah. all those kind of ones. I, I tried to give you ones from the late '80s, '90s, and through everything in there. But episode 29: Best Picture Oscar snubs. Fun with Yancey. Here's what we're gonna do this this week, uh, Yancey. I'm just gonna ask you some trivia questions, okay? Okay. On best mm-hmm. pictures throughout the years okay so name the film kind of thing yeah exactly that's what we're gonna do okay so um, let me just see here so La La Land we're talking about La La Land right Um, so it's it's, actually it's nominated for 14 Academy Awards okay and that ties a record for the most nominations for a film in a single year two other movies have both landed 14 nominations in a single year can you name one of them
1: I'm gonna say Mad Max No. (laughs) Um,
0: Mad Max won a lot of awards. Are you sure? Was not nominated for 14 Academy Awards, though. Oh, what else has been nominated for a lot of stuff? Oh, you were around at this time, buddy. You were around. You were about nine years old in 1997.
1: Ninety-seven.
0: He had a big um, thinking feeling about this movie. The Titanic. <laughs> yes, Titanic. The other one was uh, back in nineteen fifty, all about Eve. Both of them were nominated for fourteen Academy Awards. Okay. Okay. So all this talk about La La Land tonight, I think it was interesting. Um, so basically, I'm, I'm sure you know with all the talk of that, you're wondering how many musicals, you know, have actually won Best Picture. Well, it turns out nine of them have. Nine what? musicals have won the top prize at the Academy Awards. Yancey, can you just name one? i cannot <laughs> i not can't one. no I'll, I'll guess and say greece but no 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 that's greece not greece wasn't winning i'm sorry no uh, and i mean some of these that you've you've heard of you've heard of, a, of an american in paris you've heard of west side story my fair lady the sound of music oliver but in uh, the sound of music in I 2002 I richard Gere. yes no renee Zell- No. Walker, chicago in 2002. Oh, that That's movie right. is terrible. Well, one best picture. Okay, so this film was nominated for 11 Academy Awards and it won all 11 of them, marking the very first and only time a movie has swept all of the Oscars that it was nominated for. Can you name the movie? Can you give me some sort of hint? 2003. Uh
1: it won 11?
0: was nominated for 11 Academy (laughs) (laughs) Awards, and it won all 11. And really, it was sort of, it won the awards because it was part of a trilogy, and it was the third film in a trilogy. Oh, The Lord
1: of the Rings. Yes.
0: And it really won because it was sort of an award for the whole trilogy. You know what I mean? And I think they really rewarded the whole thing. Um, That's for sure. And, um, okay, so 11 Oscars that it won. Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. wins 11 Oscars. That's a lot. It actually tied two other movies with the most Academy Awards ever. With 11, can you name either one of the two other movies in Oscar history to go home with 11 statues in one night?
1: Um, I'm sure they're both going to be really old films, so I'm going to just take a lucky guess because we just talked about it. I'm going to say Titanic is Very one.
0: good, Titanic is one. And all you need to do is name one. Any chance you could maybe name the other one? Uh, it's going to be something from the 50s or 60s, but no, I can't. Yeah, it's Ben-Hur from 59. So I Okay. Uh, okay, so sequels right? We always are knocking sequels around here, but Yancey, one sequel actually won an Oscar for Best Picture. Can you name which sequel won Best Picture? Uh, Terminator? 1974. Way, way back, but think about what was it. Any chance? Um, give me a hint. Marlon Brando?
1: Is it go- it's it's like, Godfather. Which The Godfather? The Godfather Part it? Two. It's Part Two. Part okay, Two yeah. won in
0: 1974. The Godfather won in 72 and The Godfather Part Two won in 1974. Okay. These are tough. Last one. I thought these were pretty easy. So here's an easy one for you. You're going to totally get easy. this. You're going to get this one. Beginning in 2001, <laughs> Yancey. It's right in your wheelhouse. Okay. The Academy has given out an award for Best Animated Feature every year since 2001. But however, since then, Two animated films have actually been honored with a nomination for Best Picture as well. Can you name both of them? They were nominated for Best Feature? Yep. Or Best Picture? Yep. So since 2001, they give out Best Animated Feature, but two movies since then have also been nominated for Best Picture that year.
1: I'm going to go with Toy Story 3. Toy
0: Story 3, and That's why I'm asking for two, because you already mentioned that one earlier. So,
1: uh, It's definitely a Pixar film. It's either WALL-E... Or it's Finding Nemo.
0: No, it has to do with Balloons and Oh, oh. Up. that's correct. That's that's uh, yeah. Up is a tearjerker, Chris. It sure is. It's a good movie, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there you go. So not bad. We had, got a chance to talk about a musical that we both liked, and maybe surprisingly so, with uh, La La Land and uh, a little bit of talk of lots of Oscars and lots of movies that we think deserve to be there. <laughs> Episode 30, Greatest Rock Singers of All Time. Fun with Yancey. Okay, Yancey, are you ready? So what we're going to do this week, because music's kind of in your wheelhouse, that's your thing, right? I decided I'd ask you some questions about some really famous rock vocalists over the years. And I know you're going to get all these because these ones are easy, okay? Are you, okay. Are, you, are you ready to go, my friend?
1: Yep. I think you're being slightly sarcastic here, but yes, let's go.
0: No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, like, this is your wheelhouse. It's like, you love music. You're much more schooled in music than I am. So uh, I think you'll be able to do well. Okay. All right. Let's do I'm going way back, though. But still, it's going to be easy, I think. February the 3rd, 1959. Widely considered to be the day that the music died. Because on that date, a plane crash took the lives of three rock singers. Yancey, can you tell me the name of the three singers who lost their lives the day the music died?
1: I know it was Buddy Holly. That's correct. <clears throat> what? Um, oh, I should know the other guys, Chris. but I la, la,
0: la, Oh, uh.
1: It's Richie something. Richie, it's, it's Richie Definitely Valens. Buddy Holly. Richie Valens, Valens
0: and uh, I can't remember the other guy. The big, the big bopper. Bop, the big bopper. There you go. Big so bopper. you got it. So, okay. So just continuing on that little theme there with the day the music died. That was obviously immortalized in the 1971 song "American Pie." Right. Nancy, who wrote and sang the song "American Pie."
1: That would be one Don McLean. Very good.
0: Okay, all right. Okay. So born Anna Mae Bullock. This singer's career began as a duo with her physically abusive husband. And she's gone on to a career that spanned five decades and Also, include acting in films like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, She's reported to have taught Mick Jagger how to dance and how to move around on stage. President George uh, W. Bush once commented that she had the most famous legs in show business. However, it's those electric performances on stage and those legendary vocals of hers that have made her, uh, have sort of entrenched her as one of the greatest female vocalists in the history of rock and roll. Yancey, which singer was born Anna Mabeluck?
1: This is uh, I, I put her above Aretha, which I think would Ooh. you know piss off a lot of people. But uh, Tina Turner is just like yep. top to bottom, like the the epitome of a performer. As great as Aretha was, she was never a phenomenal dancer, and Tina Turner was like all of those things in one, while also being a phenomenal singer. So,
0: but everyone watched a party with Aretha. <laughs> School of Rock. I'm sorry. Okay, um, on January the sixth, nineteen fifty-seven, this legendary singer appeared on the seminal Ed Sullivan Show. However, since he was known for gyrating his hips when he sang, when he appeared on the show, the show he was shot from the waist up, so as not to offend the censors. Yancey, who was this hip shaking singer in 1957?
1: Um, if you look at photos of my dad back in the 70s and 80s, <laughs> he looked just like him with these sideburns, and it's Elvis.
0: But did oh, but, but the thing is, you know, in deference to your dad, no offense to your dad, did he look like young Elvis or was he old, fat, sweaty Elvis?
1: Younger Elvis, definitely. Okay, like the okay. handsome, you know, just super suave, blue suede shoes type of thing, yeah. My dad's a very handsome dude, by the way. I don't look anything like my dad, but very, very handsome man. Very, definitely not old, fat, sweaty Elvis.
0: No. Okay, that's good. Okay, Rick Danko, Garth Hudson, Richard Manuel, Robbie Robertson, and Levon Helm made up the band. They were known for such songs as Up on Cripple Creek, and The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down – uh, before that they set out on their own, though, Yancey, from nineteen sixty five to nineteen sixty seven, the band was the backup band for this legendary singer. Who was he? Mm. You're familiar with the band? They're almost all Canadian, by the way. Right. Um Levon Helm is the only one American. Um so they were I
1: don't a, know, but I should, Chris. I don't know. I'm not gonna waste your time.
0: They started off as the backup band for Bob Dylan. You learn a new thing every week here on the podcast. Okay, one more for you here, and this one's a fun one. This heavy metal frontman is known uh, as much for his hard partying ways as he is for his legendary wailing. Um, And he had hits from the late 80s into the into the 90s. So it's it's probably only suitable because of his uh, his legendary lifestyle that when you rearrange the letters in his name, you find out that his name is actually an anagram for oral sex. Oh, my, my, my. Yancy, can you name this legendary (laughs) 90s rocker whose name is an anagram for oral sex? I honestly had no
1: idea until you said that. I mean, it's got to be Axl Rose, right? Just yeah. the X. Yeah, exactly.
0: It is. <laughs> Again, you'll learn a new thing every day when you listen to Pop Goes Your World. Thanks for listening to Pop Goes Your World. You can contact Chris and Derek at popgoesyourworld.com. Please take a minute and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you download and listen to the show.